You've stopped in at the guidepost. Brought to you by the American Saltwater Guides Association. Stock up on gear, grab a coffee at the counter, and get ready to hear incredible fish stories from the best captains on the East Coast and thought-provoking conversations with stakeholders and policymakers working to protect these fisheries. This podcast is presented by Costa Sunglasses. Hey guys, what you're about to listen to is Tony Friedrich of the American Saltwater Guides Association breaking down the latest redfish stock assessment in Louisiana. If you guys want to watch the full video and get access to all the charts and graphs that he's referencing, search American Saltwater Guides Association on YouTube or head to our link in bio on any of our social platforms. You can also find that link in the description of this podcast. Hi. This is Tony Friedrich from the American Saltwater Guides Association. I am the Vice President and Policy Director. Uh, What you're getting ready to watch is a review of the 2022 Louisiana uh, Redfish Stock Assessment. A little bit about the Saltwater Guides Association first. We're a coalition of conservation-minded fishing guides, private anglers, and fishing-related businesses. The idea behind the Guides Association uh, is to create a unified voice for conservation and fisheries management. Our team has decades of fisheries policy experience. Um, Our core values are really precautionary management. There is a lot um, that we don't know, a lot of risk, a lot of uncertainty when it comes to fisheries science, and we are always going to hedge our bets and be risk averse rather than uh, try to maximize harvest on on any species that we're engaged in. We truly believe in better business through conservation, and that is just what it says it is. Uh, The the healthier the resource, the more fish in the water, the more trips we're going to take, the more tackle that's going to be sold, um, the more that all our fishing-related businesses are going to thrive, and the more more fishing trips are going to be taken. Uh, We manage for abundance for all user groups. That means that we really don't pick winners. We don't like to get into fights with the commercial sector over uh, allocation issues or, you know, who gets to harvest what, rather than fight over the last piece of the pie. We kind of focus on making the pie bigger for everyone. A little bit about the history of redfish in Louisiana. We all remember the commercial black and redfish craze, uh, the subsequent qu- the subsequent crash that occurred due to the overharvest of redfish. And in July of 1988, regulations were changed to a five fish creel limit and a 16 to 27 inch slot with a provision for one overfish. So one fish over 27 inches could be harvested as part of that five fish creel limit. If you really want to get into the specifics, there are certain carve-outs that were placed for fish camps because that is a huge part of the culture of Louisiana, where you could retain more than your daily limit if you were at camp for several days. But the bottom line here is the regulations have not materially changed in 30-plus years. So before we dive into this, There's a couple of terms that everyone needs to understand. They're a lot more simple than they sound. These two terms are juvenile escapement and spawning potential ratio. Juvenile escapement measures how many juvenile redfish escape the estuaries and recruit to the ocean as spawning stock. Um, You know, that, 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 that biomass of large fish out there in the, in, in the Gulf. 
uh, Louisiana uses 30% as a lower limit and 43% as the target. So uh, ideally, 43%, you want to manage to the target and not go below the limit. So 43% of the juvenile redfish need to be able to escape and join that ocean spawning stock. Spawning potential ratio measures how many redfish are available to spawn compared to how many would be available in a virgin stock. That means absent any fishing pressure. That ratio is used to understand the health of the adult population in redfish. Louisiana uses 20% as a lower limit and 30% as the target. So again, you want to manage to the target, not to the limit. So Louisiana wants about 30% of an unfished stock uh, to be uh, to, to create the number of those breeding fish out there. And again, that is spawning potential ratio. So now that we've gone over a couple of important terms uh, for redfish management, let's take a look at redfish harvest since 1982. These estimates are derived from MRIP as well as La Creole. The column that says discard, um, you basically take that number and multiply it by 5%, 0.05, and then you get a catch and release mortality estimate. And what that means is how many fish died from being caught, handled, and released. This is just a standard number, and it's the accepted rate across all forms of fishing, recreational fishing, for catch and release mortality. In 2021, we had an estimated recreational harvest of 736,000 pounds. We had the same number for discards, and again, remembering that you multiply that times 0.05 to see how many of those discarded fish died. Uh, when you look through this time series, I, I guess the thing that jumps out the most is there are, you know, very few years since 1982 that have produced, you know, a combined harvest and discard of, uh, you know, under 1.45 million pounds. Um, you know, we're looking at 1990. Um uh, 1985. Um, this is not a good place uh, for redfish to be, and it and I think it's a direct reflection of the declining population, um, both in uh, juvenile recruitment as as well as uh, the spawning stock of redfish. Uh, you will notice that harvest and discards were 50-50. Uh, um, that has to indicate to me um, that there's a, a trend in uh, releasing these fish to, to catch them for another day while still uh, many folks in Louisiana enjoy to take a few home for the table. The next chart that you're going to see is redfish catch at age distribution. Uh, this is table 23 in the stock assessment, and it's the annual red drum abundance at age and total stock assessment from the ASAP base model. And really what this tells us is what age uh, redfish are in the system right now. And when you have a good spawn, that strong age class will absolutely boost the population and you can identify it 
as it matriculates through the system. Um, you know, a great example is uh, you had a really robust year class in 1994. Uh, you look at the age one fish, it was, you know, over seven and a half million individuals. And then you can follow it through the system is age two in 1995, age three in 1996, and so on down the line. And you can, those robust year classes are something that every stock depends on because redfish don't spawn great every year. Uh, and I think it, it, it's imperative that we take a look at 2021. Um, and that is going to tell us what the future holds. Uh, one of the things in, in looking at these numbers is there is a real lack of age four and age three fish and even age two fish when compared uh, to the rest of the the time series going back all the way to 1992. And this is an indicator for us at the Guides Association to really look at um, what is currently in the system and what needs to be done to get this stock back up to target levels and and what this tells us is you have some pretty weak year classes working through so there's going to be a lot of hard hard work uh to to get this species back up to target and one of the other real telling numbers is the totals um all the way on the right hand side of the chart and unfortunately the current stock size estimate is the lowest recorded in the time series since 1982. We're down to 8.7 million fish. Um, the only two times that this population index has fallen below 10 million is in 2020 and 2021. And you compound that with, you know, the, the knowledge that you have a couple of weak year classes in there. Um, we have to give these fish an opportunity, especially if there's a robust year class to make sure that that year class gets to that spawning level in decent numbers. So again, this is a uh, catch at age distribution with a total stock size estimate. And in 2021, we are looking at, the lowest number on record at 8.7 million uh, since the record started being kept in 1982. So we're back to the spawning potential ratio now. And again, this is um, how, how many fish, how many adult fish are in the system. And this is where we really get into the nitty gritty of all of this. Um, the limit and we're going to go to a chart a little bit later on that will explain this better. But the limit is a 20% spawning potential ratio. And again, that's measured with how many adult fish are in the system versus how many adult fish would be in the system on a virgin stock. Um, the target is 30%. The Guides Association always believes that you should manage to the target and not the limit because when you get down to the limit, you have nowhere to go. 
you have nothing to uh, as an insurance policy for bad recruitment years um, in or or any kind of other event that would cause an increase in mortality for redfish. So we really want to focus on what is in the green here, uh, that 30% spawning potential ratio. Now, um, when you when you take this graph as a whole, it can it can seem a little bit confusing. But when you look at the projections going out, I want everyone to kind of imagine um, that that cone that you see on a weather forecast when a hurricane is coming uh, and it's going to hit the coast. When you are 10 days out and you look at that cone of uncertainty, it's very, very broad. And nobody really knows where the storm is going to hit. When you get down to 24 hours, it, it narrows a lot. When you get down to 12, 10, 8 hours before landfall, they can tell you about where it's going to hit with a pretty high degree of certainty. So how does that apply to this chart? Well, when you look at the year for the spawning potential ratio and you look at the green, where it will be recovered back to the target of the 30% spawning potential ratio. If you go out to 2050 with a 35% reduction, that's where you, that's where you would have that spawning potential ratio back at 30%. There is a tremendous amount of risk and uncertainty. You do not know how good the spawns are going to go you do not know all the things that we cannot control like habitat loss the variety of of issues that redfish face in louisiana that would affect the survivability of the juveniles and and their ability to add to the spawning potential ratio so basically when you look at 2050 you're looking at like a three week out storm forecast where they don't even know what state it's going to hit you know it's it is an extreme amount of risk and uncertainty when you push things out that far so at a, again at a 35% reduction you're looking at a rebuilt spawning potential ratio in 2050 it's not too great if you take an extra 5% cut and you take 40% instead of 35, you are rebuilding by 2040. If you take a 50% cut, you are rebuilt by 2034. There is a tremendous more, uh, tr tremendously more larger amount of certainty surrounding something that can re be rebuilt in about 10 or 11 years versus guessing uh, out to 30 years. Something to really think about, uh, and we'll show you the options coming up here in another few slides. But when you look at these percent reductions, you have to think more along the lines of when will this stock be rebuilt to target versus what percent reduction we're going to have to take because i think that's where all conservation-minded fishermen are you know how, how can we rebuild the stock um you know to where our fishing businesses can can get back to to what they were so escapement projections this is a little less doom and gloom than the spr because it takes a long time 
um, a lifespan of a redfish to kind of reach its full spawning potential. They're very long-lived fish. We can return to target on the juvenile escapement much more quickly. That same 40% reduction, you, you are back to your uh, escapement projection by 2024 on this really, really fast. And that is the benefit of having a fish that does grow so fast, uh, you know, in its first three or four years of life. So this isn't all doom and gloom. Um, we can get back fairly quickly to the escapement projection target, um, which is about 43%. The limit is 30%. Again, we don't want to manage to the limit. We want to manage to the target. So we'll go on here to the next slide. And this is, uh, this is kind of where the rubber meets the road. So the chart that you're looking at um, with the different colored lines, uh, the one on the left side of the screen that I'm looking at is your spawning potential ratio. The one on the right is your escapement limit. The different colored lines represent different percentage reductions. So we can see this escapement limit has fallen well below the limit uh, with the black line, the, the jagged black line. You can see we can get it up to the target, which is the straight yellow horizontal line, really quickly uh, with the anything basically above a 30% reduction. The green line would be a 30% reduction. Now, however, it, we have to do more than just bring the escapement above target. We have to look at the spawning potential ratio. Again, a little bit harder to achieve that target, which is the 30% yellow line. Um, you need to look at the, the green, orange, and purple lines. So the green line at 30% reduction, you will not get back to target. And this chart goes out to 2065. Okay. You really need to look at the, at the orange line, which is a 40% reduction or the purple line, which is a 50% reduction, which will get you, you know, the purple line in about 10 years, the orange line, a 40% reduction. You're looking at, you know, a little bit more than 10 years. So here's the good news. When you start talking about 20, 30, 40% reductions, two plus two does not equal four uh, in, in fisheries management. Um, you have a couple of different tools in your toolbox and that's size of the fish, the size limit, the creel limit, and uh, you know seasonal closures. So with no seasonal closures, just moving the slot around a little bit and going from a five fish limit to a three fish limit without the allowance of the overslot fish, depending on how much you move the slot, you can get to that 40 and 50% very easily. If you move the minimum size up, this is just an example. If you move the minimum size up to 18 inches to a maximum size of 25, and had a three fish creel limit with no overfish, you got your 50%. You got the, you got the SPR rebuilt by 2034, 
you have the escapement limit off the charts above the target and Louisiana redfish can be recovered very easily. And that's, that's just a reduction of two fish, no overslot fish and tightening that slot just by a couple of inches. And that's what I meant, you know, in, in fishery science, two plus two does not equal four. Uh, you don't have to sub necessarily subtract those fish, uh, the creel limit, because you can adjust the size limit. Um, and, and again, this is a benefit of redfish being such a fast growing fish for the first three or four years of their life. Moving that slot limit is not going to inhibit someone's ability to, you know, to take home their limit for very long because they can grow so much in a year. You know, a fish that is 16 inches in, in May, you know, will be 18 inches by July easily. Uh, these very fast growing fish, um, and, and just understand that tightening that slot an inch or two on either side will get you to your 50% reduction, uh, and rebuilding that stock as quickly as possible. And it's not, it's not that much of an impact on, uh, on an angler's ability to take a few fish home. So all those regulation packages that we just saw are examples. And they show different combinations of bag and size limit to achieve, you know, a certain percentage reductions. These reductions and proposed regs are not our official positions. They're just hypothetical alternatives to give everyone an understanding of where the redfish population is and different alternatives out there to get it rebuilt. Um, the bigger bite that you take today the faster the recovery of the species will be. Um, how does this translate with the regulations? A 30% reduction fails to reach the spawning potential ratio target even by 2060. A 40% reduction, again, tons of combinations on there with the slot limit, reaches at the SPR target by 2040. And that could be two fish at 16 to 25 or four fish to 17 to 24. You can see just tighten it up on one inch on either side allows you to keep two more fish. A 50% reduction gets you six years earlier than the 40%. And again, you're looking at four fish, 19 to 26. Again, these are just examples that uh, Louisiana, the agency in Louisiana put out. These are not our official positions. If you wanted to push the limit, to 70% reduction, your spawning potential ratio hits target at 2030. And that would be a real tight slot, three fish at 17 to 20 inches with no overs. This is just, uh, this slide more than anything is just a way to illustrate the different combinations that the state has provided, the different suggestions to get red, redfish rebuilt in a, in a reasonable timeline. Um, we're currently waiting for specific proposals from LDWF. Uh, it is very fair to assume that the slot will, the slot will tighten and the bag limit will be decreased. Uh, generally, as I said at the beginning of the presentation, the Guides Association prefers precautionary rebuilding plans because success is more certain. Uh, 
and the stock recovers quicker because you're less in that cone of uncertainty. We understand what's going to happen with a much higher degree of certainty 10 years out than 30 years out. I mean, 30 years out, to be frank, is just a guess. You might as well put a blindfold on and just start throwing darts. Uh, 30 years out is a real stretch. We have no idea what's going to happen between now and then. 10 years out, huge degree of certainty in comparison. So we hope you enjoyed this presentation. Uh, we kept it real short. We kept it, you know, as simplified as we possibly could, um, just to give anglers and guides and, and businesses an idea of what redfish recovery looks like in Louisiana. Uh, if you have any questions, you feel free to email us at info at saltwaterguidesassociation.org. Uh, we did a presentation for some guides uh, last week. We would be happy to do another presentation where we could do a little bit deeper of a dive and have a Q&A. Uh, if you'd like to request that, again, you can send the email to info at saltwaterguidesassociation.org. We appreciate your concern for redfish. Um, we, we appreciate your interest in learning more. And we look forward to engaging uh, with uh, LDWF um, to get these fish recovered as quickly as possible and to make sure that Louisiana is and will always be the destination spot for redfish. Thanks for listening. We appreciate your time and we look forward to your emails and feedback. 